You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Our extraordinary Heather Vest with EXP Realty. What have you got for us today, Heather? HOA bylaws, you know, the pros, the cons, and, you know, some of the misconceptions people have. I love it, you know, because some people want an HOA. Other people... Right don't i mean they're totally opposed to them <laughs> tell us the pros and cons okay so you know some of the misconceptions too are i'd like to start one of the big ones to me each hoa is different okay you may have one that doesn't allow for any shacks whatsoever or <laughs> That's right. you may be in one that allows for you know you could build the biggest garage ever long as it matches the rest of the garages isn't that interesting yeah there's yes. the, the the regulations are specific and that's what creates the um uh, homogenous look to a neighborhood right so it, like i said it depends so you need to really take a look at those when you if you're looking at a house in the neighborhood you're like oh i don't you know like an hoa or whatever you really need to look at the bylaws or ask your you ask your real estate agent for them now i've seen different stories where things have happened before once m many moons ago my parents were looking to buy a piece of property and they were buying at the front of the neighborhood and my parents were going to build those you know, brand spanking new home. And the neighbor was like, um, you should look at the HOA bylaws. My dad got a recent copy of them, the updated copy, found out that the HOA somehow, and I don't know how this is legal, but we're able to say, uh, you cannot build a building within so much of the front of the frontage of the, you know, lot and what have you, which would have have where they could build the house. And my parents were completely freaked out. And we're like, uh, no, thank you. And they immediately got out of the contract. So you, you bring up the, the point of building lines. So sometimes you've got the building line, which is a city right. issue. And then other times the, the, there may be something more restricted than the city or county or some governing body. Right. And it becomes hyper-local, which is the HOA, meaning right. we don't want this in our neighborhood, uh, exactly. the look of our neighborhood. Right. And as much as that brings a positive or s someone might complain about it being a negative, it has a, a, a counteracting positive side that keeps the neighborhood from looking trashy right and yeah so the the rules like you know um some of them you have to consult on the colors or the kind of roof or the kind of fence you know these little you're like oh i don't want you know karen telling me what i could make my house look like <laughs> karen yep uh, but but the positive part is that you know karen she also keeps her house up and she keeps everyone else's values up too and that is the other big, you know, people are not allowed to, you know, do certain kind of dumpy looking things. I can't paint my house hot pink. It's just not allowed. And an architectural committee may right. determine what changes you can make and, and whatnot. I've had issues with, in my own personal house, my fence. Right. I, was, I was changing a style of fence and raised question. I get it. Yes. And so, and you know, one other big benefit though of an HOA is sometimes shared amenities. Mm. Like I personally, in my neighborhood, we have a pool. I don't have to pay for the maintenance of that pool. I don't have to keep it clean. I don't have to worry about if someone poops in it, you know, <laughs> it does happen. Or but. picking up, you know, paying for it is one thing and going to the store and having to pick up the 40 Oh, pound yeah. things of, of chlorine oh. or whatever the salt whatever it is you're have, getting have you put a liner into a pool before because i've helped that a couple of times and i'm going to tell you right now i'd rather not do that again yeah. you know so the the fact i don't have to do it i just show up is great um you have to keep though up with your hoa dues because i will tell you that um hoa come you know hoas don't like it when you don't pay them they'll either you know restrict your amenities like you know 
you cannot get a pool code to get into the pool if you've not paid your HOA. And at some point, that could become a lien against the house. Exactly. And certain extremes, which I've not seen it here locally, but in certain extremes in certain states I've seen where people have been foreclosed on for stuff like that. Most of the time, what I've seen locally has been where it just becomes when they go sell their house that are like, okay, well, now you owe so much to the HOA because you haven't paid it in so many years. Right, and I've, I've seen them really high for like thousands of dollars. Right. And so where the seller might have been getting $10,000, otherwise they only right. end up with six. Yes. But, but the issue is that can also be bringing the value because you have a neighborhood that's been well-kept, well-maintained, nice entrance, nice amenities. Right. That may be the reason you have $10,000 or whatever percentage coming back to you in right. the first place, while yeah. other neighborhoods have declined in value. Right. Well, I don't like paying my HOA, but I'm going to tell you that I do like the fact that our neighborhood is extremely popular and that it's well kept and that our people, you know, it just seems, you know, has a great energy about it because people are interested in keeping their homes up and keeping the values up. They're drawn there for certain reasons. Right. So you really have to weigh the the pros versus the cons because every one of them are not the same. Talking with Heather Vest at EXP Realty. Heather, regarding homeowners associations, that's the topic. What do I need to know then with all of these considerations uh, if I'm buying a property? So there are certain questions you need to ask. And a lot of this is going to come up during the inspection process, which is the first 10 days after you've gotten under contract. You know, you want to know the cost. You want to know, get a copy of the bylaws. You want to get to know how many people are in the HOA. You want to know if there are going to be any special assessments, you know, assessed. For example, if you buy a condo, a lot of times the HOA, they cover all of the, you know, the roof and they cover the exterior. And sometimes if the roof has been neglected long enough, they will have a special assessment that's going to leak out for the na next four years that you're going to have to pay for the roof. <laughs> Here's where you want to watch those. Uh, and this was with all HOAs, but condos in particular, make sure they are solvent and that they've been collecting money and have a savings account <laughs> right. for these expenses. Otherwise, you buy this year. Next year, there's a homeowners association meeting and says, hey, all of our roofs are leaking. We don't have any money. So everyone's going yes. to be assessed $2,000 to pay for this, which is why you care about who, how many people are in the HOA because those costs of maintenance are spread across yes. that number. And if you're buying a house for a rental, keep in mind too, look at those HOA bylaws because they may limit how many houses in that neighborhood or in the condo association, which does happen a lot. Keep that very much in mind. How many houses can be rentals or how many condos can be rentals? Because they may be already max capacity and you might buy that for a rental and then, sorry, you're out of luck. So here's the thing. Sure, you could be sitting here listening right now saying, well, they can't do that and I can, okay, do you really want to fight that battle? Right. <laughs> so this is why you care about what the general guidelines are and do you buy into the, the ideals of this particular neighborhood. And homeowners associations are great. Yes. They but keep make sure they up. match up with you. Yeah. And they should offer you a value what you appreciate and what you want. You just have to be very careful how you approach it. Uh, Heather Vest, such a great topic, as you always bring Thank for you. us uh, contact information. 918-637-9708. You can also get me at my website, Tulsa VIP Homes. You are a VIP to me. TulsaVIPHomes.com. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Heather Vest, thank you very much. You're thank listening you. to The Market Experts Show. You're listening to The Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.